Hi, this is Alexa Johnson, host of American Pulse, and this is Our Future is Missing. Please be on the lookout for Daniel Naylor, who is considered an endangered runaway. Daniel went missing October 5, 1982, from Fremont, California. He would now be 33 years old, and he was born on June 23, 1968. He is white, 5 feet 9 inches, 140 pounds. He has blue eyes, brown hair. And when Daniel was last seen, he had braces on his teeth. If you know of Daniel Naylor's whereabouts, please contact the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children's Hotline at 1-800-THE-LOSS. That's 1-800-843-5678. To see a picture of Daniel Naylor, please click on the link on the Voice America homepage, Our Future is Missing, or go to ourfutureismissing.com. Thank you. Yo, what's up, y'all? It's your boy Jacob Lattimore with a question from my fans on Voice America Kids. Do you have what it takes to be America's next young superstar? If you're the ages between 8 and 12 years old, then step up to the microphone. You could win $25,000 in cash, a recording contract, and a scholarship. So make sure you get your parents' permission first, then go to www.stepuptothemicrophone.com to enter. Peace. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Real kids, real talk radio. Have you always wanted to be a star? Whether you want to be in the spotlight or behind the scenes, you'll get some great info from this show. It's the Angel and Harmony Show on Voice America Kids. Now, here's Angel and Harmony. And welcome to the Angel and Harmony Show on Voice America Kids Network. I'm Harmony Hagedorn. And I'm Angel Ramirez. And right now we're going to be doing the Of the Weeks. Yay! Yeah. Okay, so first is the Book of the Week, which is Grimm's Fairy Tales. And Harmony's actually going to read a story from Grimm's Fairy Tales. And I got to say, I, like, at one point in my life, I don't know when, um, I had the actual, like, legitimate huge book of. Oh, All yeah, the different those. fairy tales. And I had one that was like called Mother Goose. I just loved it. So. Something. Well, there's a bunch of different stories in here, like, you know, Snow White, Sleeping Beauty. It's just so, yeah. So I'm going to be reading one called Mother Hole. Okay. A long time ago, there stood a cottage at the edge of the woods. In this cottage lived a widow with her two daughters. The younger girl was fair and kind and sweet-tempered. The older was idle and so vain and unkind that no one but her mother could bear her. Strange to say, the mother loved her far better than her sister. The younger girl did all of the work of the house and had hard words besides that. Every day she had to sit by the spring in the yard and spin and spin till her fingers bled. One day while she was sitting there hard at work, her spindle or spool slipped from her fingers and fell to the bottom of the spring and was lost from sight. The poor girl looked for it in vain. She went and told her mother what had happened. The mother scolded her and beat her. You idle, careless girl, she said. You let a spindle fall because you do not wish to work, but you may as well go out and get it. I shall not buy another. I will not bite, nor a shup shall you have (laughs) until you brought it back. The girl went weeping into the spring and stopped to see if she could find the spindle. Alas, she learned too far and she fell in. But instead of staying in the water, she fell through the spring and came out on the other side. She found herself in a beautiful meadow. The sun was shining bright, and there were thousands of flowers and blossoms. 
The little path across the meadow, and this she followed. Led her to a, the path led her oh, after a while to an oven full of bread. The loaves cried, "Take us out! Take us out! We're done and needed to be turned." The girl stepped to the oven and took all the loaves. Then she walked again. Soon she came to a tree full of ripe red apples. The tree cried, "Shake me! Shake me! My apples are all ripe!" Then she shook the tree till the apples fell around her like rain. She put them together in a heap and went. At last she came to a small cottage, and the door stood an old woman. She looked so strange and fierce that the girl started to run away. But the woman called after her, "Do not be afraid, dear child. Come here and live with me. Obey me and do your duty, and you will meet only kindness. Every day you will make my bed and shake it so that the feathers fly, and there will be snow upon the earth, for I am Mother Hole." So the girl went to live with Mother Hole. Every day she shook the bed until the feathers flew like snowflakes. She had plenty to eat and drink, and never an unkind word. For a long time, she was very, very homesick. She was so homesick that, after all, she longed to go back to her mother and sister. "Dear Mother Hole," she said, "you're kind and good, but after all, they are my mother and sister, and that is my home. I long to see them." Then Mother Hole said, "It is right. You should." You should wish to go home. You have served me well and truly, so you shall not miss your reward. She took the girl by the hand and led her up the path. They came to an open gate. As the girl passed through, there fell a shower of gold which clung to her on her dress. She was covered with gold from head to foot. That's your reward for being honest and be and giving me faithful work," said Mother Hole. Then she put the girl's hand in the and she put a spindle in the girl's hand. The gate closed. At once, the girl found herself behind, besides the spring in her mother's yard. The rooster perched on the row and crowed, "Cockadoodle doo, gold-covered maiden, you are welcome." Because of the gold, her mother and sister were glad to see her and spoke kindly. "Where have you been?" they asked. She told them what had happened, and then the mother said to her, "You must go." Said to her favorite, "You must go to Mother Hole, my dear, and get a share of her gold, like your sister." The older daughter went out and sat beside the spring and spent. She wanted the riches without work, so she wouldn't spin, long nor fast enough to make her fingers bleed. Till there was blood on the spindle, it would not go to the bottom of the spring. So the girl put her hand on a thorn bush and pricked her finger, and a few <laughs> drops of blood fell onto the spindle. And then she threw it in the spring and dove after it. She walked down the path till she came to the house. She. She heard the loaves cry once more. Take us, take us out. We shall burn. For leave us. We've been baking very long. The, but the idle girl said, "No, indeed. I wish to soil my hands. I wish not to soil my hands or burn my fingers on the hot loaves." So she walked and came upon the apple tree. "Shake me, shake me!" it cried. "My apples are all quite ripe." "That I will not," she answered. "Some of your apples might fall on my head." So she walked lazily on. After a while, she came to the door of Mother's Hole's house. She walked straight in and offered to serve the old woman. Very well, said Mother Hole, and told her what to do. For a whole day, the girl worked well. She was thinking of gold, which she had hoped to have. On the second day, she didn't do so well, and on the third day, it was worse. Day after day passed, and she got up late in the morning and never slept underneath the bed, never shook the bed, and never made the feathers fly. Every day, she grew more and more rude. I do not need you any mother," said Mother Hole at last. "You may go home now." The girl was tired of staying, and she, 
she was not spoiled or petted. So she ran down the path without even saying goodbye, and then the gate was open. Ah, she thought, the golden rain will come me when I pass through. So she walked very slowly, but instead of gold came down, it was a kettle of tar and pitch. This is the reward for such service as yours, called Mother Hole. After her, the gate shut behind the idle girl, and she found herself at home. Wow. <laughs> the end. <laughs> that was a good story. Yeah. Interesting. I was just like mesmerized. Mesmerized. <laughs> mesmerized. Well, I read it yesterday. I just thought it was good. Yeah. It's a good book. It has all of the fairy tales. So, you know, and instead of the tortoise and the hare, it's like the hedgehog. <laughs> it's weird. And did the, and she was actually reading that off of her phone. So is it an app or? It's an app called Playbooks that I downloaded on my phone. And it has like Pride and Prejudice, Grimm's Fairy Tales. Mm-hmm. You can download things, but I just chose to take what I have on there. <laughs> yeah, I actually thought that was really cool. Yes. Okay, so next is The Beauty of the Week, which uh, we're getting from the DIY Beauty by Karen Bressler and Student Redstone. I love this book. Yeah. You know, we never actually returned it to Miss Brewer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel kind of bad. We borrowed it from her library. And we just accidentally we'll kept it. to her so. sometime. Okay. Okay, so I am going to, um, well, this book is, they have entries that uh, the just random people around the world have sent in saying uh, different, like, beauty tips and things like that, and then an expert says if it's true or not. So this person called Sweet Lady uh, said, mix half a cup of cranberry juice in water and pour on your hair to get rid of the chlorine. And an expert said, chlorine is a notoriously hard chemical to get out of hair, and you need a strong ingredient to get it out, says Stuart Long. The best thing is a shampoo designed just for that. There's no proof that a rinse of cranberry juice will dechlorinate your hair, but it will do some good. It's crammed full of antioxidants that protect your hair from things like the sun. Be careful to use a very dilute solution, and don't do it too often since the fruit acid will be too harsh if used over and over. Well, you know, I've heard a lot of different things like that, like um, oil. You pour oil on your hair or certain things at a point in time, and it'll, like, revise your hair from everything. Mm-hmm. It's, um, But cranberry juice, you know, there's so many crazy things that you would do to your hair to make it healthier, but it's kind of weird that you, like, it seems like you just go around pouring items on your hair. <laughs> cranberry juice, yeah. oil, mayonnaise. Yeah, lemon juice. Lemon juice. Yeah. It's just weird. Okay. So, did you see the opening ceremony of the Olympics? Oh, yeah, I did. All of it. All the hours of it. Yes. I, yeah. I, I was the only one in my family who actually stayed through the whole thing. Because, you it know, it comes so every long. four years. I want to actually see Well, it. you know, I, I personally think it was good. And I'm into the Olympics. I just, they could have cut a lot of the parts out. <laughs> I think that my favorite part out of all of them was either the one with the kids streaming and then Mary oh, yeah. Poppins came down or the doves or the very, very beginning one. Yeah. I loved how the uh, the queen actually jumped out of the plane. That well, was that well, was it wasn't crazy. the queen. It was her stunt double who was actually a mm-hmm. man. I'm pretty sure. It, no, no, I saw it on TV. It was her stunt um, double. They had, like, the little video playing in the beginning, and then they have, uh... I'm, like, 100% sure that she had a stunt double. 
No, but he was, yeah. That's why See? he was so crazy. Okay, maybe. <laughs> Let's take a break. I'm Angel Ramirez. And I'm Harmony Hagedorn. Keep it right here. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Have you got style? Not just style in wearing the latest, but in designing the latest. Check out Style Revolution on Voice America Kids. Your host is a designer with her own up-and-coming clothing line, so you know you're already hearing an expert on the show. We'll focus on the latest fashion trends and the red carpet looks. Discover your sense of style and have a new confidence in fashion. Tune in to Style Revolution, airing every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You're listening to the Angel and Harmony Show on Voice America Kids, the show about the performing arts and more. Now, back to your host, Angel and Harmony. Thanks and welcome to the Angel and Harmony Show on Voice America Kids Network. I'm Harmony Hagedorn. And I'm Angel Ramirez. And right now we're going to be continuing talking about the Olympics. Okay. So, um, I don't know. I had a lot of favorite parts of the Olymp- in the opening ceremony. I wasn't a big fan of the dancing one. The dancing? Uh, the one with all the teenagers and... Oh... Oh, yeah. Um, I liked how they, eat, like, when all the countries were coming in and they all had that. That took forever. Like, yeah, that did well, take we forever like, to get to I, the United States of America. Yeah. I tried to watch all of that. We started, it was, like, naming all of the A's, and we were like, okay, let's go swimming because we were <laughs> at a hotel at the time. We were staying in Flagstaff when it came on. So that was really fun. But, um so we were like, let's just go swimming quickly. So we went swimming, and I'm like, I'm going to go make sure that the Olympics haven't started yet or stuff. So I walked up there, and it's, like, on, like, H. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so it just keeps on going, and it took a very long time. Yeah, it yes. took a very long time to introduce all of them. And my <laughs> the reason that my grandma wanted to watch it, because that's who we went with, she was, she really wanted to see who lit the torch. She was like, is the queen going to light it? Is... um. Mm. The prince gonna light it. I was actually kind of bummed that the kids lit it. Uh, <laughs> five kids. Oh yeah. How yeah. But I liked when they all came up and then formed that like giant. Yeah, that fire. was really cool. I liked the beginning part. I think the best because I liked when it showed how it grew and the rings when they made the rings. That was really cool. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, when it, it, yeah, all the rings of the Olympic, like, symbol just came together and it, 
sparks were flying. That was yeah. pretty cool. You know, my mom was actually in London just about a month ago, I would have to say, and she saw all of that, and she thought like she all of it coming together. Yeah, she saw the rings, oh. and she saw all of it, and I was like, oh, that's really cool. She didn't go to the Olympics, of course, but, <laughs> you know. It's still, it would still be, like, she said that the traffic there was terrible. I there can imagine. There was just so much <laughs> going on. Like yeah, it come. was so cramped. Also because in London, it's so backwards to me. But they all have really small cars, mm-hmm. and they all drive really fast. <laughs> and they drive on the other side. Yeah, like they do. And, yeah, because other countries do that. But yeah, my mom said she has to get used to that. Because she's going to be going to London a lot. So what act, uh, what sports have you seen uh, of the Olympics so far? Well, I'm not a big fan of pretty much any sport. But <laughs> I would have to say I saw the diving. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw, I didn't see equine. Uh, my sisters were into that, though, the whole horse thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw gem. I saw a lot of gem. I saw the swimming. I don't think I saw... I saw volleyball, and I think that's it. Maybe I saw soccer. Mm. I saw part of the ping pong, and I got to say, our women's, um, I actually think it's called table tennis. Yeah. Uh, she's really good, and she's only, like, 16. Uh, I saw well, her like, versus like Mexico. Well, like, there's, like, 13-year-old, 14-year-old gymnast, <laughs> and you're like, wow, they're amazing. Yeah, and then I saw gym- gymnastics for both guys and girls. I saw beach volleyball, and I saw... Both times that we won the gold, and then the one time where America yeah, was America actually versing really Amer- good. America, and then we got gold and silver, so that was pretty cool. And then I saw part of like the diving, not a whole lot of it though. And then I saw a lot of the swimming because I wanted to see like, um, like Ryan. I think his name is Ryan Lockney, and then. Uh, Michael Phelps first yeah, thing, and Michael then because th- that was a pretty big deal. Oh, so. I did see track though. Like, I think it's really awkward. Well, not like awkward, but <laughs> it's weird how they can like jump hurdles and stuff and run that fast. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking now. Picture me trying to do this. <laughs> so I'm running. I would never run that fast. First of all. Secondly, I'd have to like throw my body over the hurdles, <laughs> fall to the floor, and get back up to go to the next one. So you're seeing them, and always the person in first is doing it, and you're like, it looks like they're just running, like they don't even have to jump over the hurdles. Right. I it, just, it's crazy. I just think that you have to be like so coordinated to do that to me. You have to be very fit. I don't, I don't think I would America be able to do that. America did really good. I think the worst thing that we did was on the balance beam in gym. Uh, <laughs> China was really hard to follow, though. They were really good, but um, <laughs> both of our Americans, uh, one Revenge of them went. Women. Uh, women. Uh, mm-hmm. She fell, and then the other girl fell, so we fell twice off the balance beam. Yeah. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. The show is the Angel and Harmony Show. I'm Angel. And I'm Harmony. Our topic today is the Olympics. So I, we, I think we had the most medals. I'm not sure. Um, I actually, okay, they have like, yeah, we did. Right now we do? Yes. That is awesome. So we're just that awesome. <laughs> I know in beach volleyball, they, they got the women's, um, I like, um, they gave us, I think like six medals, four Cassie gold. And Ross. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty amazing. So uh, well, really you know, excited for the Olympics. Like you could technically, I was like, dad, can you win the Olympics? And you can't win the Olympics because 
well, there's everyone doing a different sport. But then I thought, what if there was just this really talented person combined with all of that, and it just won the Olympics? Oh, goodness. <laughs> That'd be, That'd be really crazy. Crazy. Yeah. You know, all the gymnasts, I've realized something. They're all, like, short. Because most of them are really young. Like, at least well, the, uh, I the know, girls are, like, the really men, young. Well, the, yeah. There's, like, a 16-year-old. The men, yeah. there's, like, some that are, like, 5'7", and they're, like, shorter mm-hmm. than I would expect. Yeah. I guess you have to be, like, I don't know. Maybe shorter is Well, I don't know, because, like, the taller gymnastics. ones on the bars, you know, where you flip around on the two mm-hmm. bars, uh, the taller one hit them and knocked one of the bars down. Wow. He hit it. So. That's what I was afraid of because there's one bar that's higher and then a bar that's lower. And I was wondering if there's a person tall enough to when they're uh, flipping around the taller one, if their feet like hit the yeah. shorter one. Well, or I anything. think they'd probably move it back. Yeah. I don't know. If they can. You know, the what's it called when you use the pole and you go and you jump over the tall thing you're running with the pole and then you bend it and it goes over i don't remember what that's called it's like really hard to explain oh, the pole vault oh pole vaulting okay yeah well <laughs> I, I would never be able to do that like i'd be so scared that the pole would snap it was like 15 feet 14 feet oh jeez, really tall and i was like that's huge so just think about that, all the pressure and how they have to throw their body over. Yeah. A lot of them, like one of them hit it down, but like some of them go like a foot over. And I'm like, it, you need a lot of strength to do that, first of all, and a lot of courage because yeah. I'd just be scared out of my mind that the pole would snap. Yeah. No, I've seen, <laughs> I've seen like AFV and like they all have like areas just for that when the pole snaps. <laughs> and I don't think it's funny. One bit, because I would be scared out of my mind if I were doing that, and then it snapped. Yeah, you actually want to get, like, a legitimate pole, vaulting pole. I don't, you know, if I was really good at something and I was invited to the Olympics, I would probably (laughs) turn it down because I wouldn't want to embarrass myself because I do bad under pressure. So if I were there, I'd do, like, terrible. (laughs) I know. um, I, I was also watching fencing, and... They, every time they thought they got a point, they would, like, scream out. They'd be like, yeah. And then when they didn't get it, they would just look, like, really, really sad. I don't know why that reminded me of it, but, yeah. (laughs) Well, it must be, like, really, really awkward for someone who messes up or something. Mm -hmm. Like, um, people who, like, this one guy, he fell, or maybe it was a girl. She fell, and then she fell Yet again, like she kept falling years in a row, but she kept being invited back to the Olympics. And Mm -hmm. then this year she was running and she jumped the hurdles, but she, um, she fell. Oh, so that wasn't very good luck. No, at all. Um, what I was thinking that it would probably be like awkward is if you're versing your own country. Like how for beach volleyball, America was versing America. And uh, even though it was for the gold, like we would have gotten four gold or not four gold, um, two golds and two silvers anyway. It must be kind of weird because you've been training with these people. So you, you know, know all their but ins I and think outs. That you have so to it be must be like, kind of harder actually to me. You have to be most like concerned, most 
you have to be into it in different ways. So, like, if you're with, like, against your own team, you'll each have, like, yeah. But I think that the most concentration that you would need is for when you're doing the dive simultaneously. Yeah. So, really excited for you. Let's take a break. I'm Angel Ramirez. And I'm Harmony Hagedorn. Keep it right here. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Kids face very tough and very real issues every single day. It can be bad. It can be ugly. Now there's something good that can help. Tune in to The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll discuss the issues and provide solutions and connections to solutions that you will be able to use. Our show goes right to the heart of today's kids and beyond. Your parents will probably want to listen in, too. The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly airs Mondays at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 Eastern on Voice America Kids. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. The Terrence Rogers Show will take the world by storm. The topics are sometimes newsworthy, sometimes personal, as we explore fashion, entertainment, art, and more. Host Terrence Rogers has seen a lot of life experience in his few years of life. It's this experience that allows him to bring a fresh perspective to the table, and he holds nothing back. Tune in to The Terrence Rogers Show every Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel. You'll laugh, cry, and most importantly, this show will reach out and touch your life. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to The Angel and Harmony Show on Voice America Kids, the show about the performing arts and more. Now, back to your host, Angel and Harmony. Thanks, and welcome to the Angel and Harmony Show on Voice America Kids Network. I'm Harmony Hagedorn. And I'm Angel Ramirez. And right now, we're going to be singing some songs. Yay! Yay! Okay, so Harmony's going to be singing Dear Mr. President by... Pink. I, I actually learned this over the summer with my aunt. So this was fun. We sang it together for the first time. <laughs> so that's where I learned the song, and I just thought, oh, I should sing this. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's a good song. Okay. I don't really know this song, and that's why. But if she knows Harmony the part, then it. she'll sing with her. Okay. Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. Dear Mr. President, come take a walk with me. Let's pretend we're just two people, and you're not better than me. I'd like to ask you some questions we could speak honestly what do you feel when you see all the homeless on the street 
Who do you pray for a night before you go to sleep? What do you feel when you look in the mirror? Are you proud? How do you sleep while the rest of us cry? How do you dream when a mother has no chance to say goodbye? How do you walk with your head held high? Can you even look me in the eye? Tell me why. Dear Mr. President, were you a lonely boy? Were you a lonely boy? How can you say no child is left behind? We're not dumb and we're not blind. They're all sitting in your cells while you pave the road to hell. What kind of father might take his own daughter's rights away? And what kind of father might hate his own daughter if she were gay? I can only imagine what the first lady has to say. Yeah, so I'm only going to sing that much. <laughs> okay, that was good. Yay! Yeah, so <laughs> you have a song. Okay, but Harmony's going to sing this song with me. Oh, it's called okay. Titanium by David Guetta and then us. Uh, C-S-I-A, I believe. I don't know how to pronounce it. It's also singing in the song, so. Yeah. So, Angel, you go okay. ahead and start it. Okay. Um, you shouted out, but I can't hear a word you say. I'm talking loud, not saying much. I'm criticized, but all your bullets ricochet. You shoot me down, but I get up. I'm bulletproof, nothing to lose. Fire away, fire away. Ricochet, you take your aim. Fire away, fire away. You shoot me down, but I won't That's all I'm going to sing because that was really loud. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> that, that, was <laughs> that was loud, okay. No, it wasn't bad. Don't think that way. Okay. So um, next, uh, Harmony and I, mostly me. No, Because okay. Harmony was incredibly tired last night. Okay, well that. I wrote part of, most of this song, like 98% of it. Harmony wrote like I five kept, lines of this song. You know what, I gave her hints. And I was she didn't so tired, and she was kept on saying things about alligators. No, because well, it you mine. know what, I wrote so a I was like, song no, about alligators, can't use that and she it hated it. Just I don't <laughs> get it. And orangutans, and I was like, Angel, I was like, no, we can't, we can't use my that for an actual legitimate song. Why? So, why? Yes, you could totally make a legitimate song so with the word alligator. Harmony, in you it. start. I gave you my heart, you gave it away. Nothing, Nothing can stop her from coming your way. 
but I'll be fighting for you to stay. Stay with me even just for today. I'll show you that I'm better than her. No matter how much that it may hurt. And you said you loved me, but it was a lie. So I have put on this pretty disguise. Yay. 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 So right now we're going to be talking about our summer because summer is over and it's very sad. Yeah, um, so I had actually a great summer, and now that school's starting, I'm kind of just like reflecting back on it. And I also want to talk a little bit about school now. So, Harmony, you could talk about your vacation and what you think of school first. Uh, okay, so what I think of school, it's, it's interesting. It's definitely different because since Angel and I have been in the gate for the past however many years. And if you don't know what the gate class, it's, um, it's just... Uh, a class, it's just, uh, yeah, I don't know really how to explain it. Here, like, just you're always in that same class, even though at my school in fifth grade, you start switching classes, yeah. like going to different teachers for different subjects. I think it's fourth grade subjects. now. Uh, I think it's fifth grade, maybe fourth grade. Maybe fourth but, um, grade. I'm in seventh grade now, and, and so we have never grade. switched classes before because we were just in the gate class, and for the gate class, I've been with the same students, like Harmony, since second grade. I'm in seventh grade now. So it's very different to be switch switching classes with people that you don't know. Like everyone else, they know everyone. They're familiar on how to switch classes. But us, we're kind of new to the whole thing. Well, so. like, at least Angel and I switch together. But we have a lot of other friends that are not with, with us. us. Yeah. So I'm. we've talked about Jonathan and Jesse before. Jonathan, the one who one time he came to school in a Dora costume. We talked about the spider <laughs> thing at the camp, remember, for Lake Pleasant when you did the thing on his neck. Oh, yeah. And then Jesse, he, he's one of our best friends. Um, he bit the teacher one time. Yeah. So, yeah. That's a memorable uh, thing. Memory. <laughs> but, we travel um, with them. Yeah, we travel with them for all four classes, which we're actually technically we have five classes because we have advisory which is college and career readiness but really all we do in that class is like character counts and things like that like yeah it's, maybe it's we'll not, get more into it yeah but because it's the first it was the first week of school so supposed to do like know. college and career readiness in high school uh the, I, I guess they get you ready for high school and the class wow. in high school for that I wow guess. so you know, it's different, but luckily we know a few other people from the gate, like from outside of the gate class, and um, so we a have couple kids that, are leaving, yeah. though, because first of all, gate has ended, and second of all, because there's this other school called Cambridge, which gets you ready for Cambridge in high school, so lots of kids are moving there, so we're kind of all over the place when we used to be like one big happy family, so <laughs> it's kind of hard. Used to but, be. <laughs> but I gotta say, the classes are much easier. They they are. Which it's actually it's not a, a challenge. Because when you don't have a challenge, you don't push yourself because you're like, oh, I could rush through this and I'll get through it because it's easy. But in reality, you might even be making things worse by slowing it down. So so it's 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 Miss um, Miss Galindo, our language arts teacher. She says that seventh grade worthy paragraphs are five sentences, which. <laughs> they're not in high school we're gonna be getting way and way Jane more work Schaefer. than that 
model, so. So we're, and I mean, when <laughs> last year in sixth grade, we were writing 10 to 12 sentences in a paragraph sometimes, yeah. and that was sixth grade worthy in our minds, yeah. like, even more than that, and it, now it's, like, like, don't get me wrong. I like, I like doing the shortcut easy way. It's yeah. I'm going to do it. But I, I want to challenge myself. So yeah. it's not helping in any way, shape, or form. Instead, it's actually kind of slowing us down, which isn't a good thing. No, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I am excited for school. Like, it's a different experience. It's getting us ready for high school. So that's good. It's fun. Yeah. Let's take a break. I'm Angel Ramirez. And I'm Harmony Hagedorn. Keep it right here. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. We didn't invent Kid Talk. We perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids. Keep it right here. You're listening to Bookworm, where we will talk about books and many fine things. It's fun, and it's kids doing the talking about books. Keep Keep listening. listening. Keep it right here. You're listening to Eco Mario. It's fun, and it's kids doing the talking about our ecosystem. Keep Keep listening. listening. Kids face very tough and very real issues every single day. It can be bad. It can be ugly. Now there's something good that can help. Tune in to The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll discuss the issues and provide solutions and connections to solutions that you will be able to use. Our show goes right to the heart of today's kids and beyond. Your parents will probably want to listen in, too. The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly airs Mondays at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 Eastern on Voice America Kids. Keep it right here. You're listening to Fashion Beat. It's fun and it's kids doing the talking about fashion. Keep Keep listening. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You're listening to the Angel and Harmony Show on Voice America Kids, the show about the performing arts and more. Now, back to your host, Angel and Harmony. Thanks and welcome to the Angel and Harmony Show on Voice America Kids Network. I'm Harmony Agador. And I'm Angel Ramirez. And right now we're going to be talking a little bit more about our summers. So for my summer, I actually went to Texas. And Texas is really fun and it's a really beautiful state. Don't get me wrong, but going there for five weeks, it gets a little bit tiring. (laughs) Just a teensy bit. It doesn't seem like vacation anymore after that. But the very first day that we got there, it was kind of weird flying on a plane alone. But then I got there, and my grandparents were there. so, And then they took us back to the ranch, because they own a ranch there in Texas. It's Mm -hmm. 1,700, or a little bit more than 700 acres. That's nuts. Yeah, nutso. And uh, while Harmony was there, uh, when she, she actually took videos of, like, where she was on her phone of the whole, of, Shebang. Lots of the, um, the ranch. and It's actually not that much well, of the ranch. It seemed a lot because when she came back, she showed me it. And it was huge. Like, yeah, it's pretty 
pretty big. Like, no joke. No joke. Yeah. Well, um, the very first week, we kind of did a bunch of unpacking. It wasn't much of a vacation then, so we did unpacking, and we drove around, because my grandparents have this little mule thing. Like, it's almost like a golf cart, you know, how they have those, mm-hmm. but it has the back and everything, and it's easy to get around on a ranch with that, because it's hard to drive a truck around and go through trees and stuff. So we just drive that around, and she actually taught me how to drive it. So I just drive everywhere and do all the chores. So, But I drove around. I went and saw different things. You know, I'd have to say that my favorite part on the ranch would either be the temple or Indian Springs. And surprisingly, Indian Springs is actually on the map of, like, if you go in, like, you know how there's a Texas map, and then it gets mm-hmm. cities, and then smaller and smaller and smaller. It's actually on the map. Wow. Yeah, so it's really neat. But Indian Springs is basically, you drive through first, like, the worst possible place ever. Like, it's all rocks and trees, but you drive up, because we have roads, of course. Yeah. And we drive up there, and then it's, like, a clear pasture, but there's, like, a some trees and it's the sun can barely come through, and this is what we call in a part of the. This is the main Indian Springs, and this, we call it Indian Springs because there's like holes in the ground where the Apache Indians used to. They used to be in that area, so they mm-hmm. we dig up arrowheads. So we have tons oh, wow. of those. They're really neat to dig. I didn't dig. I dig one. I dug once <laughs> this year. Is that right, Doug? Digged, dug. <laughs> that reminds me of like the hang and hang. Yeah, song. because um, we had to read an article in class about uh, this supposedly haunted house, and um, they Is said it? that this person was hanged, like that as in by like a noose. But I was like, that doesn't really sound right to hung. say someone was hanged. Like you know, it just doesn't sound proper. So I was like, like you, they were hung. You know, and then the teacher was like, no, you. You, um, you would have hang. hung a picture frame, but, but you it's hang. but you but you hanged a person. But I was like, that just doesn't sound yeah. right to me. Like hanged. Well, like it, so um, yeah, that's sounds like hung. I like they were dug. hung. Yeah, it is dug because it's not digged. I didn't yeah. dig. <laughs> so it is dug. Yeah. See, I was totally right. So we dug there, and then you go a little bit further up past Indian Springs, and there's the falls. And the falls is basically it's like a giant rock. And then it's a waterfall. And it's always flowing. And it's just really pretty because it's like trees, waterfall, and then it's just open. So you used to always sit out there and have family barbecues. And the only thing that you got to be worried for is the water moccasins and uh, Audad. I know it's what are Audad. Those. Well, water moccasins are like a really poisonous snake. Um, mm-hmm. And an Audad is. They're like mountain goats, but they're originated in Africa. And luckily, lucky enough for us, our next-door neighbors, I guess you could say, they have an exotic ranch with zebras and buffalo or bison, and they have antelope. I don't know oh, if they have really giraffes cool. or lions. I don't think <laughs> that they're allowed to have carnivores. But um, And they have a bunch of Audad. No. And one year they had a great flood. <laughs> that sounds funny. And all of the Audad, or most of it, um, flooded onto our property. So now oh. we have African animals 
or the Audad roaming. They're very cute, the babies. You can always tell if it's a female because it has a white diamond on their forehead. Hmm. <laughs> it's, uh, and we set up cameras so that we can look at them because they, mm-hmm. they go into the mountains and the caves. We actually went and saw those, but I'll tell you about that later. <laughs> so we go up into the mountains and the pictures are like you'll see like baby Audad and they're just the cutest thing you've ever seen. Like they're Aww. cuter than baby goats, <laughs> even though they are kind of baby goats. And so just going, seeing the pictures made us want to go up there. And we actually went up there. Paige is my cousin. That's my cousin. And Hannah and Haley are my sisters. Uh-huh. And then Seth's my cousin. So all of us went up there. And we started going up there, and we, like, climbed hundreds, hundreds of feet. I would have to, no, maybe, like, a hundred and something feet in the air onto the mountains. And wow. we saw all of the Audad caves. And on the way up, it was really fun because you got to see everything. Right. But on the way down was, like, worse. So really? what we did is we walked, like, let's just say we walked to the left and went up. And then we walked all the way to the right. And so we're like, okay, we can just go down from here. Well, guess what? If you go down from there, you're going to drop 100 feet to the ground and land in a cactus. So we had to go back the way that we came. And it wasn't that hard, except for the fact that we didn't know the way that we came. So, (laughs) And there was a problem, because up there, they have this plant called stinging nettle. And stinging nettle is just a small plant. Like, it's just common there. And it's found mostly in mountains or moist areas. So Texas is a perfect place for it. So we're walking back. And then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, look at this plant. And you start walking. <laughs> and then the plant rubs up against you. And then you keep walking for about two seconds. And then it feels like there's 37 knives stabbing into your ankle where the plant touched I you. I heard about that in when we were in science class. Um, uh, when we were in science class, uh, our science teacher... Um, he was talking about the stinging nettle. And he how said that he was, like, prone to it. He yeah, he, he was like, it hurts a lot, but not as it doesn't seem to affect me as much as it does to other well, people. Well, it affects and me he, tons. <laughs> and he said that it, it hurts really bad. Like, it's a, like it has, like, poison in it or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's it that gives off a poison that'll do that to you. Like, even if you just take your finger and you, like, like, you got to check the plants because you got to know what's I know, thankfully, what it looks like. But <laughs> my sisters are like, that could be it. That could be it. So they started freaking out. And you can always tell if you touch it with your finger because then your finger will have 37 knives stabbing into you. <laughs> but uh, on the way back, so we started to walk back. And then Haley got in a huge patch of it. And Paige and I got in a huge patch of it. Ooh. So we kept walking. And then I started to cry. Because I couldn't walk anymore because my leg had gone numb from the stinging nettle. Oh, my goodness. So then Matt uh, picked me up and he started carrying me. And then I was like, Matt, let me down. He was like, no. And I was like, let me down, Matt. So he dropped me. I was like, okay. So we just kept on walking. And we finally found the way down that we came. And I was like, oh, look, it looks like little stairs. So I decided to go down there. And Paige slid down like a mountain. Like it was flat. So it looked like a slide almost. Mm -hmm. So she slid down that. And um, Paige was like, Harmony, come over here. And I was like, well, I can just walk down. And she was like, no, come over here because I know the way down from here. And I was like, okay. Like, it was only like six feet apart. So I was just going to crawl on the side of the mountain to her. So simple, right? So I started. she's like, grab a hold of that rock. So I have a stick in one hand and a rock in the other. And I grab a hold of the rock. And then all of a sudden, this rock comes loose. 
um, falls down and sweeps my legs from underneath me. And then I'm falling down the cliff, as I know. <laughs> and um, so I just, like, stop or something catches me. And everyone started freaking out. I was like, don't worry, I'm fine. And so I had stinging nettle on one leg, and then my other leg was all cut up from the rock falling well, and stuff. So was I was, like, limping trip. all the way back to the car, and then Haley was all freaking out. But it was fun because we got to see where the audience went. It was interesting, okay? The summer was just, it was filled with excitement and fun and bonfires. We like to... <laughs> bonfires? No, we like to take uh, grasshoppers all the dead plants from around and stick it inside of an old pot that we find and light it on fire. Well, because <laughs> their grasshoppers are nasty. They have long stingers and giant pitchers, pinchers, and they're big. Grasshoppers like they're, have stingers and pinchers? Yeah, and like, if you look at the size of an iPod 4, fourth generation, that's about how long they were. They might have been a lot longer. Their tail was, yeah, so... But it was long. Okay, so uh, we'll be continuing on for um, our vacations. both the vaca- vacations because we didn't get to mine, but that's okay. Sorry, I was, I, wasn't even I was really interested in it. So um, now I feel bad. <laughs> well, thank you for listening to the Angel and Harmony Show on Voice America Kids Network. See you next week. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Please join us again next Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, go be a star. We'll see you next week.